Good day to all of our listeners around the world. I wanted to tell you about an exciting event coming up hosted by The Nest. The conference is called Remnant. Please don't confuse it with the school that we run called Remnant Rising. If you enjoy the daily podcast put on by Origin Gate, then we think you're going to love being part of Remnant too. There are 14 speakers at the event and most of them are already well known to you. They're your very own hosts on Wisdom's Echo. The dates of this event are 21 to 26 September 2020. There'll be four sessions every day running from 12 o'clock midday to 6 p.m. in the evening on each of those days. The time zone is Mobile, Alabama, USA. The great news is that this event is done online. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. If you aren't able to tune in in real time, that's no problem at all. You will receive the recordings of each session, which you can watch at your convenience and keep forever. The cost is $350 for the six-day event with 24 sessions, which works out to approximately $14 per session. It's great value for money. Again, the dates are 21 to 26 September, and there's not a lot of time to get registered. If you're interested, go to www.thefoundationnest.com, click on the tab that says Nest Annual Gathering. We do hope that you'll join us. Have an awesome day. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. We are Grant and Samantha Mahoney bringing you a insight of the day. Hey everyone, how are you doing? So what we thought we would talk on today, because of the time that we're in and the season that we're in, is we want to talk about Rosh Hashanah and the 10 days of awe and then Yom Kippur and why it's so important. Yeah, at the time of recording, we are in New Zealand on the 19th and we're in our second day already. And we believe that this is a pivotal year. Rosh Hashanah is the head of the new year. So whatever happens now in the head is going to determine what flows out for the rest of your year. So there are certain things that we can begin to put in place in preparation for the rest of our new year. I want to bring one of our scriptures, Zechariah 2. And it talks about, I'll just read it for you. It says, Then I raised my eyes and looked, and behold, a man with a measuring line in his hand. So I said, Where are you going? And he said to me, To measure Jerusalem, to see what is its width and what is its length. We are in a time right now when there is an angel that is measuring each one of us to see how wide and how long we are. Do we fit the robes that have been prepared for us in this coming year. This is a time of promotion or demotion. And what you do in these 10 days of awe that are following Rosh Hashanah determines whether you are fit for your garments or not. Yeah, I think one of the things that's really important to understand is most of us in the Western world or most cultures base their year on the Gregorian calendar. But the Lord himself instituted the Jewish calendar and so and all the feasts. It says these are the feasts of the Lord. So we have to remember that these are not feasts that are for Jews. These yeah. are the feasts that Yahweh himself has implemented. So Rosh Hashanah is very important. And so the time of the year, that this is when the new year begins. Well, the last year ends and the new year starts is now. 
And like Sam has just said, this is a time of promotion or demotion. There isn't staying the same. So these angels are going around measuring us to see what have we done throughout the year. How have we fulfilled our scroll? Have we used what Yahweh's given us with diligence and with um, correct stewardship and all those kind of things? And the, the wonderful thing about the Lord is that at this time, there are the 10 days of awe, which is between the beginning of um, Rosh Hashanah and when Yom Kippur begins. We have 10 days to change God's mind, which is very, very significant. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the realm of the spirit in the courts of heaven around this time, especially. We know that Hebrew says that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. What do witnesses do? They give evidence, right? They give evidence in a court. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on. Your, your life is surrounded. You can't even pick your nose without someone from the cloud of witnesses seeing that. So they, they give evidence on our behalf. So we'll read to you Daniel 7, and I'll just read verse 9 and 10. It says, I watched as thrones were put in place. The Ancient of Days was seated. Now we're in the courts right now. His garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him. Ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated, and the books were open. This is to judge right now the time that we're in. You have this whole procession in the courts of heaven where we are being judged. And it even uses the words, the court was seated and the books were open. What are these books that we're being judged on? And the thing is, this is what we have to understand is that we all have a book. Every one of us has a scroll. And the word even talks about it, that all of our days were written before we they ever came to be. So even, and even Jesus says, as it was written in my scroll. So even Jesus had a scroll in a book that was written. And so... All these books are now opened, and basically what's being ha what's happening is we are being measured according to what the perfect will of Yahweh is written in our books. And that's why it's so important for us to engage with our scrolls and to engage with the testimony of what Yahweh wrote for us. So it's important for us to realign ourselves with our book. Something that Sam and I often do is bring ourselves into alignment with our book. Um, I'd sometimes do it weekly or whatever, and say, Father, I just want to come into alignment. Every place that I'm out of alignment with my scroll, please bring me back into right alignment, because all I want to do is really work in the walk in the perfect will of Yahweh. So when you look at some of the things that the Hebrews will do during this time, it's, it's a massive time of repentance. Now, you know, we know that sometimes there are messages out there saying, well, there's no such thing as sin. And so therefore we don't need to repent. The blood of Jesus has done it all for us. But repentance is a massive part. I mean, that's one of the things that the blood of Jesus has paid for. But we have to, as sons, appropriate that. You know, we can't be so stubborn and so arrogant as to think that we don't sin and that we don't need to repent. You know, when Grant and I have a fight... We always come back to say sorry. That's just good manners and it keeps the relationship um, fresh and it keeps it pure and it keeps it on an even kill. Sorry is a massive thing. Now, you know, repentance is not going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but it's coming back to the perfect state of awe. 
the place where you left the road to go off of it, that's the place that you come back to. And that's what repentance is all about. So the Jewish people will go to their friends, their neighbors and say, if there's anything that I've done to offend you, if there's anything that I need to make right with you, this is the time I want to do it. Because why? Because the court is seated and the books are open. We're being weighed. We're being measured. We're being judged to see if we are fit for our promotion in the new season. And if we're not, the only other alternative is a demotion. You know, if you think about like, if you look at Moses and the way he communicated with Yahweh was through incredible relationship. Moses had an amazing relationship with God, so much so that he was able to tell God that he needed to repent and that and that he was wrong. And he changed God's mind through relationship. And so even if we don't have that level of relationship with Yahweh, what Yahweh's done is he's made a time in the year, these 10 days of awe, for you and I to actually repent and make right and begin to say, you know what, Yahweh, I know I've messed up. I haven't walked according to what you've written. I've done this and I've done that and I'm really sorry. And I turn back to your face and I look at you and I'm asking, Lord, please put me on the path of righteousness. I want to walk correctly with you. This is my desire. And just by engaging in those 10 days of awe and beginning to spend time with the Lord and beginning to look through your life over this past year and beginning to see really the places that you maybe shouldn't have done certain things or you should have done things that you didn't do and repenting and owning those things, what that does is it shifts the heart of Yahweh so that he doesn't demote you, he actually promotes you, even though you don't deserve it. And isn't that what even like salvation is? Who who of us deserves salvation? Nobody. And this is the amazing thing about this time. And the wonderful thing that we found is that when you set your year right, so when you begin to own your junk, as we say, deal with our junk, repent, turn our face towards God, then it's amazing the blessing that comes on your life because Yahweh honors that repentance and he brings you back into right standing with him. Yes, his righteousness is a gift, but there is a place for repentance to make right with the Father. And it's just absolutely amazing when you walk according to what is written. And that's something we really, really have to do. And then the thing is that when um, Yom Kippur takes place, then that's it. You are now in the new year and you begin to walk out your scroll for the next year. To all of our um, our American listeners and our New Zealand listeners, you know, this is, I want to go somewhere else right now on this particular topic. We are in the pivotal time and season for our nations right now. In New Zealand, we have elections coming up in October and the USA has them coming up in November. You know, so as a body, as priests that administer the things on the earth, we feel like we can change the course of what would be coming because nations are also being weighed and they're being measured. Our leaders are being weighed and they're being measured. And so as priests, we can actually bear the sin of what's gone on in the nation to change a verdict for that nation. If we will only, as the word says in Chronicles, humble ourselves, get on our knees and pray and and repent and turn from our wicked ways, then when we cry out, he will hear us and he can heal our nations. He can heal our land. So what does that look like? You know, I hold both of those nations in my heart. And what I do by faith is I bring them into my heart and I ascend into Yeshua, into Jesus. 
and I bring them to that place and I begin to repent. Whatever I see going on in our nations, where there's lies, where there's corruption, where there's um, deception, whatever it is that I'm seeing with my eyes, I begin to own it and I begin to repent on behalf of my nation. Whatever we hold in our hearts, we have influence over. And I certainly do hold these two nations in my heart. And so I begin to repent of what I know the enemy has accusations uh, against us for so that when we are weighed and when this nation is weighed and measured it finds that the righteous the intercessors have been on the walls they've been praying for their nations they've been stewarding what has been put into their hands and they can change the course of the decree based on what comes out of those court systems and the books are open and the judge is seated because the thing is, once these books are open and all this judgment is passed and we've walked through this process, especially now these large, these next 10 days, then they're closed and they, they there's no going back to them. So this is our opportunity to get things right. This is our opportunity to change the mind of God. And I'm sure there's not anyone that hasn't messed up in this previous year. Mm. And I know that 2020 has been a tough year with everything that's been going on. But that doesn't mean, like for us, it's been... It's been a hard year in the, in the fact that we haven't been able to see our children. But in terms of blessing, it's been a phenomenal year. The Lord has been so good to us. And the thing is that I want next year to be even better. And so even though 2020 has been a tough year for most people, let's hope that 2021 is going to be even better. And this is the time when you set that direction for your next year. This is the time when you set that place, when you say, Yahweh, I want to make right with you because I want to walk in your favor. I want to walk under the, the, the commanded blessing. I don't want to seek your blessing. I want to walk in the commanded blessing, Yahweh. And so this is a ex very, very exciting time that we find ourselves in, but a very sombering and sobering time as well, because it's a time when we need to deal with our stuff. So... I mean, it's just, we, we were just having our home group recently and we were just talking about who we are. And we have to understand that I don't really think we understand who we are as sons of God yeah. and the power that we actually wield. And I think if we were to understand that, we could literally turn our nations around. And one of the things that we're beginning to see, especially in our nation, New Zealand, with the elections that are going on and all the, the stuff that's been happening with COVID and all the, um, what do you call it, um, Restrictions. Restrictions, but also all the... Um, oh, I can't think of the word right now. The conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. It's really shaken a lot of people. But what I think it's done to the church, all of the stuff, what it's done to the sons of Yahweh, it's actually given us a wake-up call. And I'm seeing more and more believers beginning to pray and beginning to get back into a relationship with Yahweh because... The honest truth is the only salvation for our nations is God. There is nothing else. And it's time that we turn to him. It's time that we as sons begin to start functioning in the governmental level that we're supposed to function as. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope that um, that sort of puts you in the picture of the time and the season that you're in right now and what you can do to make sure that the year ahead is a sweet one. We bless you guys. Have an awesome day. Yeah, bless you guys. Thank you. Bye.